0: Welcome back, everyone, another Taurus Tech Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan, joined as always by one of our tremendous technical support representatives. And as you know, we've been in a Kumo Cloud, Kumo Station mode as of late, and our expert on that is Ken Gott. He joins us again today. Ken, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Matt, for having me. We've already gone over the internet connectivity issues for Kumo Cloud and Kumo Station. Today, we're going to get into the basic installation setup, and we're going to start with Kumo Cloud. We'll get to Kumo Station on another podcast,
1: but we're gonna start with setting up and installing Kumo Cloud. Like Matt said, this is basic setup. Prior to the basic setup, we need to remember a couple of things. As we talked about, our 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi network needs to be set up with a unique password per our previous podcast password must be different than the five gigahertz. All equipment must be fully installed and operating, tested, functioning in heating and cooling. Then we get into the actual equipment setup. What we have to do is we know that the system's up and running. We're going to power it down. At this point, we're going to install our Kumo wireless interfaces. That model number is pac uswhs 2 wf one, and that wireless interface gets connected to the red CN105 connector at each indoor unit. While you're doing that, you also want to record the MAC address and the serial number and room location. The MAC address for each wireless interface is right on the back. That's going to help you when you're pairing the wireless interface in your Kumo app. After you get all the Wi-Fi interfaces installed, then you want to power your system back up. What you do want to notice is, on the wireless interface, there's some lights. The green light should be on all the time, which shows that the wireless interface is powered up, and the blue light should be flashing four times, which tells us that the unit is ready to be configured in Bluetooth mode. So you want to see that blue light blinking four times, that means you're ready to go.
0: Ken, why is it so important for installers to make sure that the entire system is up and running and functioning before they install the Kumo Clouds because I know that you've dealt with some folks that they set everything up at once and they power all up at once. Why is that an issue?
1: Because there's lots of things that can happen. I mean, once you get all your Mitsubishi ductless tied in, if there was a communication issue, you're going to be trying to find a communication issue between the indoor and outdoor units, just adding to confusion. So we basically try to do one step at a time just to make sure we get everything functioning as it should before we compound that with other other installation issues.
0: Ken, once it's set up and ready to be configured in Bluetooth mode, it's time to pair it with your smart devices, whether it be an iPhone, Android, or any type of app,
1: this can connect with all of them, but now you need to get that set up, correct? That's right, you need to set up your smartphone or iPad. You can use both. First thing you need to make sure is that Bluetooth is turned on on your phone or iPad. Then what you need to do is you have to make sure you log on to that 2.4 GHz network. That's the only one you want to log on to. As we previously talked about, if your phone was previously connected to a five gigahertz network, it can inadvertently jump over to that network during installation. So what you want to do is go into your settings, if you were on that five gigahertz network, and forget it, You know, get it out of your phone so there's no chance of jumping over to that five gigahertz. If, if you do, your installation is going to fail and you're not going to be communicating. And people can connect to the five once they're done with setup again, correct? That is correct. Okay, next what you want to do is download the Kumo Cloud app from the Apple's App Store, Google Play, or Amazon, and get it installed. Agree to all the licensing agreements. At that point, you want to go in and create an account using your email and create a password. At a later date, once the installation is complete, you can transfer this ownership over to the homeowner. Just to clarify,
0: Right now you're setting it up on your phone, you're setting it up and getting the installation done on your phone, and once everything's done, you'll transfer it to the homeowner's
1: iPhone, Android, iPad, whatever they're going to use to control Kumo Cloud. correct? Yes, that's right. It's just easier to use your own phone or iPad so the customer doesn't have to be involved at that point. You can get everything all set up, then it can be transferred over, and then you can explain it to your customer as needed.
0: And we'll tell you how to do that a little bit later in this podcast. Correct.
1: Okay, next we need to create the Kumo Cloud site for the customer's installation. After you've got the app installed, you want to create the site account for your customer, get the app up and running, get logged in, and what you want to do is go to settings, then system setup, and then install of the settings and you enter your installer PIN, which is 9999. The next thing it'll give you the option of doing is entering the contact for the contractor. That's basically if the customer has any problems, your phone number and name will show up in his app so he can call you if he has service.
0: And make sure you're doing that because the last thing you want is to be the one to install it and have somebody else come in and do your service or anything like that. So make sure you're taking advantage of that step. That's gonna keep you top of mind with your homeowner.
1: Exactly, Matt good idea next thing you want to do is you can enter the location the site name you can call it whatever you want Smith home you can call it first floor second floor whatever you or the homeowner decides and it can be changed at a later date if the homeowner wants to change it then what's going to ask for you it's going to ask the name of your Wi-Fi and your password so you're going to enter your 2.4 gigahertz network name and password and then just hit next. At this point we're ready to start adding indoor units. When you're adding indoor units you're going to be in Bluetooth mode so you know that you've enabled that previously. Bluetooth range is about approximately about 10 feet, give or take a little bit, with no obstructions between you and the interface. That light on the wireless interface should be flashing four times indicating that it is also in Bluetooth mode. You want to go into your room where one of your wireless interfaces are and that should show up the closest wireless interface will show up. There's a chance that you could have two show up, but that's why you've recorded the MAC address, so you can tell which one you're actually looking at. It will also be identified by the strongest signal. When the wireless interface shows up on your app, you can tap on it. At that point, you can enter the room name that the wireless interface is in. The app will now also identify the unit. It'll tell you if it's a cassette unit, a ducted unit, and if it is a ducted unit, at this point you will have the option of selecting the airflow. When you've gotten through this step, just tap yes. The next option will ask you if you want to use the auto mode. That's auto changeover. We definitely recommend saying no on multi-zone systems because we know a multi-zone system can all either heat at the same time or cool at the same time. It can't do one heat and one cool. So for multi-zones we want to say no. If it was a one-to-one unit, you could say yes and you could let it switch automatically from heat to cool. Save those settings and then you're ready to go on to your next unit. You can go in your next room and repeat the process. When you have got all your units done you can say no and then select finish setup.
0: And so now you've set everything up Ken. The next part is something we have already touched on. It's actually pretty easy. This is transferring ownership to the homeowner. So you've set it up on either your phone or your iPad, gone around the whole house, made sure every unit is connected, now you're going to give it to the homeowner so they can start controlling their system within their home
1: that's correct matt pretty easy you're just going to go into the the next step it's just going to say tap to transfer to owner you're going to enter the customer's email address and the kumo will send the customer a link all the information will be transferred onto his phone there is another way you could do this if the customer chose to create an account for you you could log in using his email and his password and transfer wouldn't be needed but this kind of gives you the option of getting everything all set up without the homeowner and having everything completed and then just hand it over to him for control. There's many more options in the Kumo Cloud app but we've just covered the basics we're going to be going over them at a later date when it comes to setting up Kumo Station and the temperature humidity sensors and a lot of other accessories that are available so just stay tuned.
0: Yep and Ken is an expert this as we all know now we've gone through setting up the wi-fi which is always going to be your first step make sure that's good now we've done the basic setup and installation on kumo cloud we'll talk kumo station we'll talk accessories all that on a future podcast but we want to thank ken for coming on talking about kumo cloud basic installation setup i want to thank you all out there for listening make sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes or in the google play store you can also find us on Spotify. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. We see your suggestions out there, and we're listening to them, so we'll get those recorded and out there to you. And as always, you can listen to all of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcasts. want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.